Hey, I'm Sean. And I'm Jesse. And, and we're, we're the, the DMs, DMs of Vancouver. Vancouver. We're two newish DMs who are still getting the hang of the whole DM thing. So we sit down with a friend every couple of weeks and pick their brain on their approach to DMing. So come along as we figure out how to help our players have the best time possible at the gaming table. Hey folks, welcome to another episode of DMs of Vancouver. Uh, today we're talking about a new Kickstarter that's coming out. Yeah, we're talking to Sean Halloran of the Hero Book Kickstarter. Is that how I say your last name, Sean? You got it, exactly. Excellent. Um, so, how's it going, Sean? Really well. Thank you guys for having me on. Uh, been been busy getting ready for the Kickstarter, but uh, very, very excited. Nice. So, um, before we start talking about the Kickstarter specifically, uh, how long have you been playing and running D&D and other tabletop games? Oh, I probably started as a player about 10 years ago. Um, and uh, shortly after that, our, our DM left and I we needed a new DM. So, I started DMing probably about seven or eight years ago. So, yeah, I've been involved in some capacity for about a decade. Cool. Thanks. So tell us, uh, what is Hero Book? What's it all about? So the Hero Book is a reusable player character notebook for 5th edition. Um, so it's designed to replace pretty much everything you use at the game table, except for your dice or your pen and your pencil. Um, so your rule books, whatever you might use to take notes, if you have spell cards, all that kind of stuff. This kind of wraps it all up into one nice little tidy package that's uh, really easy to carry with you. Okay, cool. Yeah, so what what is in hero the hero book? You've noticed you've mentioned that it's all the rules. So is it just stuff from the SRD or what essential? What exactly is in it? Yeah, so uh, so it's an A five notebook. Um, it's uh, it's got a custom reusable character sheet in the inside front cover. So it's uh, got a polypropylene laminate on it, which means you can use wet and dry erase markers on it. So you can re-erase it, reuse it over and over and over. You never have to reprint your character sheet or scribble over your outdated stuff. Um, which is really, really handy. Um, there's also a second reusable service in the back. And then, yeah, it has all the rules and references you need to play 5th edition. So that is all sourced from the 5th edition system reference document. Um, so pretty much everything you'd find in the system reference document, you'll find in the hero book. So um, obviously all the rules on how to play the game, everything from character creation, you know, races, classes, armor, weapons, adventuring gear, combat rules, spellcasting rules, um, status conditions, like you name it, pretty much everything that you would need uh, to reference during a game. And then, uh, yeah, so it's a, it's a notebook, a paper notebook. So it's got blank note pages. We've developed a, a four-in-one note paper that has lines for uh, writing notes and then grids and isometric dots for drawing maps and, of course, blank pages for sketching. It's a really, really nice notebook. It's uh, bound with a process called Smythe Sewing, which is the same process they use for archival quality textbooks. Um, so irrespective of the the fifth edition stuff, it's just a really, really nice notebook. It lays perfectly flat. Um, so it's really nice to write in, uh, even if you're you know left-handed like me. <laughs> it doesn't flip around on you uh, when you have it open to a specific page because uh, it lays totally flat. So it's really easy to reference. Um, and that type of binding is really, really strong. So it'll last virtually forever as long as your character does cool so what inspired the creation of the hero book so i started playing DD about 10 years ago with uh with fourth edition um which i think it's fair to say was a bit more complicated than fifth edition so this the project kind of dates back to that time like i absolutely love creating characters like that phase of DD. it's it's my favorite part of the game the you know when you're when you're sort of starting off but then we started playing and i found that there was so, so much stuff to keep track of 
that it was getting in the way of me actually enjoying the game. You know, I had to print out a new character sheet like every session and they would get messy and ripped and I'd have stuff scribbled over and it like it was just a huge mess. So um, and then in terms of rule references, it would always take me so long to find the rules that I was looking for in the like hardcover rule books. You know, I tried write, uh, like writing stuff out on index cards, uh, but then I would you know lose them or they'd be out of order. I couldn't find what I needed. So I went through a bunch of different things just to try to solve this problem for myself. You know, I tried a couple different types of notepads and binders and coil notebooks. I tried just about every smartphone app that you can get for, for fifth edition, but nothing was really doing it for me. And so I started thinking, you know, if I could do this from scratch with no restrictions, you know, what would my, what would my perfect tabletop RPG companion book look like? What would it be? And so that's kind of where the idea came from. And it kind of all stemmed from that. Very cool. So um, what was the design process like for Hero Book? Ah, so the, I mean, the first thing that I would consider like a predecessor to the project was a couple of years ago, I made a, a set of these kind of portfolio binders for my players. I had the idea of the reusable character sheet. Um, so I thought, you know, if I could take that regular old fifth edition character sheet and slip it inside one of those plastic sleeves, you could write on it with a wet or dry erase marker, and that would save you a lot of hassle. So I went to Staples and I bought some of those, you know, plastic folder type things with the top loading sleeves. And I dressed them up a little bit, you know, put some, made some custom covers in Photoshop. I printed out all the rules and the world building stuff and put that inside. And they were fine. Uh, they liked them. You know, a couple of them still use them, but they were kind of ugly. <laughs> and the, uh, the plastic sleeves were not really designed to be written on. You know, they would slide around as you wrote on them. The surface would smudge really easily. So they just weren't the best solution. But they were useful and they did use them and they wrote all over them and customized them. And they became these kind of chronicles of their characters and their adventures. You know, like when you see somebody with it's got a passport with a lot of stamps in it. There's just something really charming about it. It tells a story on its own. Um, so I like that it was kind of a physical uh, representation of an imaginary character. Um, and then so being kind of generally unsatisfied with these books, at the end of last year, I had a few months off from my job and I decided I was going to spend some free time kind of taking a run at, at creating this book. So um, then it was all about researching different kinds of notebooks and materials, figuring out what would be the best fit, what was going to be in it, how big it should be, how many pages. Obviously, I had to find a printer uh, that could create it. So we're working with Hemlock Printing, which is a local Vancouver company uh, with over 50 years of experience. Very, very green facility. They recycle 99% of their waste, totally carbon neutral. We had to figure out our, you know, our post-campaign logistics and shipping and how are we going to get the stuff to people. Um, and then I actually had to design it. So um, we printed a prototype that is pretty close to the final product, which we've shown off to... Uh, a lot of people. We were at a Terminal City Tabletop Convention a couple weekends ago where I met you guys. Um, so most of the design and, and testing on it is is pretty much done. Uh, all that's really left to add is uh, we've got an art team that's working on a whole bunch of original art that's going to go inside the book, which is awesome. Um, and we want to get some feedback from the community and, and from our backers about you know what they want to see in their book, You know what what we can do to, to make it their perfect tabletop companion. So we're going to get some feedback before we finalize the content. Um, and then, of course, we need to fund the print run. So that's why we're going to Kickstarter on April 24th. So tell us a little bit more about the Kickstarter campaign. Like, why did you go with Kickstarter over Indiegogo or like going to a, a publisher or like a, a company that makes 
D&D accessories and trying to partner with them. Yeah, um, I'm a really huge fan of Kickstarter as a funding platform in general. You know, it's it's been a really wonderful place for tabletop creators in particular to launch projects. You know, I, th- I think three of the top 10 most funded projects in Kickstarter history are, are tabletop games, which is pretty amazing. So they bring a legitimacy to the project when, when people see that you're on Kickstarter. Um, and I think people in the tabletop community really sort of champion the platform as a way of funding these creative projects. So there's a, they have a long track record of success with similar projects here that appealed to me. We definitely looked at Indiegogo and some of the other crowdfunding options. Um, but I think the thing that got us to stick with Kickstarter was the fact that they do the all or nothing funding. So for anyone unfamiliar with Kickstarter, basically the project sets a funding goal. And if the if the project doesn't raise at least that much money, it ends basically. Nobody gets charged for their pledge. We don't get any of the money. And that might sound like a big risk, but it actually allows us to more closely control the outcome of the campaign. And what I mean by that is with book printing, the you know the cost per book goes down the more books you print. So with Kickstarter, because it's all or nothing, we can set our funding goal at a place where we know that if we get that much funding, then we're making enough books that we can get them at a great price, um, which was a big deal for us as well. We wanted to keep the cost per book really, really low or as low as we could. So with something like Indiegogo, it's a bit more straightforward and you're always going to receive whatever amount of funding you raised, even if you didn't meet your goal, which is great. But if I don't get enough pledges um, and I don't want to invest a lot of additional capital of my own to make up the difference, now our cost per book is really, really high and it just doesn't work. So Kickstarter was what we went with in the end. I think it gives us the best chance of funding just based on their reputation and the best chance of reaching backers who are you know excited and engaged and ultimately happy with the final product which is the most important thing to me so cool yeah that makes sense because i've seen i have seen a lot of stuff on kickstarter for for tabletop games especially dice and that is something that i've noticed is that when something's on indiegogo or there are a couple of other crowdfunding sites but they're not quite as big but with indiegogo there's always the worry that like when the project is over and they have, they've only raised half of the money they need, like, what does that mean for the campaign? Like, are they not going to be able to deliver on what I pledged for? Whereas with Kickstarter, you know that if the campaign succeeds, like if it meets that minimum goal, you know that you're getting what you pledged for. Exactly. That's that's exactly right. So, if, uh, you know, for different kinds of creative projects that that maybe, you know, they're they're not so um worried about scaling in terms of, you know, unit cost and things like that, like for something that is maybe a a handmade project that's going to cost the same amount of money for the first one as it is for the hundredth one. I think Indiegogo is an awesome platform for that because it's a little more open ended. It's a little bit less structured. They have fewer restrictions in terms of uh, what type of projects you can have on there. So it is a great platform. But I think for this, because we're, we're printing books and our the, the scalability is so important, it was really important for us to know that if we're going to be successful, if, if the campaign is going to be successful, we need to raise a certain amount of money at, at the minimum so that we can offer the books at a, at a good price. So All right. yeah, I think too, Kickstarter just has a bigger following, right? Like there are more people who check Kickstarter probably than check Indiegogo and stuff like that. People know Kickstarter. Yeah, it is definitely the most popular crowdfunding platform out there just in general. But I think also in particular, because it's been so it's been such a hospitable place for tabletop projects. Um, you know, people really look to it as a as a, a place for funding tabletop projects. So it was uh, it was a no brainer. 
All right. So as far as the campaign, are there uh, additional rewards and stretch goals that potential backers should know about? Yeah, absolutely. So we got lots of good stuff planned. Of course, you'll you'll be able to get as many books as you like. So we'll have pledge levels for for single multiple books. We're going to have a like a party pack so you can outfit your whole party with books if you want. And then we're also going to have some add-ons. Um, so we're going to have wet and dry erase pens. Uh, the book does work. Uh, the reusable services work with any wet or dry erase pens, but we'll have some hero book ones there if you want to grab one with it. We're going to have some microfiber cleaning cloths for those reusable surfaces again you can use like a paper towel or whatever but it's just a little bit nicer and it's black so it doesn't show the ink that you've wiped off and then we're going to offer some dice sets to match your hero books so um you could be able to get a, a, a set of rpg dice that that looks uh, same colors and style as your book and then in terms of stretch goals, we really wanted to focus on improving the, the base product at no additional cost to backers rather than offering additional rewards. So we're looking at things like paper upgrades um, in terms of upgrading the, the, the thickness or the stock of the paper, additional cover styles and colors. So we're going to have a couple different uh, covers if we're successful there. And we're also going to look at colored page edge printing. So normally, you know, the edges of a notebook are white the same color as the paper, but we can print on them so that they match the cover of the book, which looks really, really, really cool. And then potentially, uh, based on feedback from the community, we might be also adding some additional content to the book in terms of um, reference and, and resource material. We've got some good suggestions from some of the people that we've talked to. So we're going to talk to the community and see if they'd like to include some of that stuff as well. But yeah, so we'll have uh, something for everyone, I think. Cool. So... If you could go back to before you started doing this Kickstarter campaign and tell yourself one thing about how to do a Kickstarter, what would that be? Oh, man, take a lot of time before the Kickstarter starts to build the community. It's something that I started a couple months ago, but ideally I would have liked to have started it even further back, you know, six months or a year. It's really, really important with Kickstarter to try to have a really good start. So when your campaign launches, you know, you want to get as much funding right out of the gate as you can. You know, it, it has uh, a big impact on, uh, you know, whether or not your campaign goes viral. Kickstarter uh, also does a lot of featuring of projects. They do a thing called Projects We Love, where they'll sort of highlight your project and you'll appear, you know, on the Kickstarter homepage and stuff, which is amazing, obviously, for the funding. You go out in their newsletter as well, which is incredible. If you can if you can land that, you're you're pretty much home free. Uh, but that really, um, they look for projects that are doing really, really well out of the gate to give that status to. So I'm really focusing right now on, uh, on building the community and, you know, getting people to sign up for my mailing list, talking to me on social media, so that when the campaign launches, there'll be, you know, a big rush uh, right out of the gate, essentially, to uh, to fund it. But yeah, so I, I started that process back in kind of January, December, January of uh, of this past uh, this past year. But ideally, um, I would have loved to spend another six months or a year on it. But I didn't have everything ready to go yet. You know, I didn't have a logo or a name. I didn't even know that it was going to be called the Hero Book until late last year. So. Ideally, I would have liked to have started earlier on that, but uh, that's going fairly well now. So hopefully I've done enough in that regard. Awesome. Yeah. So hopefully everything goes great. Uh, I'm definitely going to back it. It seems like an awesome idea. And thank you so much. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, I actually, I have another quick question, which is just uh, what's the actual like uh, 
monetary goal and and also how much would like say an individual hero buck cost so i'm just actually waiting on a couple of quotes from our printer just to absolutely finalize everything and and kind of nail it down obviously the cost per book is is really important to me i want to keep it as low as possible i'm aiming for somewhere in the realm of 25 to 35 dollars canadian so it should hopefully be in there for a single book. We'll obviously have a little bit of discount on multiple books. If you're buying two, three, four books, um, you'll save a little bit of money on that. And then our funding goal, again, we're just, I'm just waiting for these last quotes to come in before we can sort of nail it down and figure out what it's going to be. But I'm looking somewhere in the realm of about $30,000. Uh, dollars Canadian, roughly. Okay, cool. Thank you so much for uh, telling us all about this this Kickstarter. It sounds awesome, and I hope it goes well. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, it launches on April the 24th, and we're also doing a launch party the same night. Uh, for anybody in Vancouver, we're at the Stormcrow Alehouse uh, uh, from 7 to 10 p.m. Uh, we're going to be doing giveaways, uh, draws for backers. We'll have some free stuff. So if you're interested in back in the campaign, I would love to see you at the Stormcrow Alehouse on April the 24th. Cool. So where can people find you online, Kickstarter, Twitter, all that stuff? Yeah, uh, we're just finalizing our Kickstarter page, but you can find out lots more information and sign up for a reminder of the campaign at getherobook.com. Thanks. So much for coming on, Sean. Yeah, thank you so much. We look forward to eventually getting or backing the Kickstarter and getting some hero books. I can't wait. Thank you guys so much. No problem. Our art is by the wonderful Haley Boros. Our theme music is Overworld by Kevin McLeod. Uh, you can find us uh, on Twitter and Facebook at DMs of Vancouver. And we're on Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash DMs of Vancouver. All the money goes towards trying to make this podcast as awesome as possible. Yeah, and um, if you like the show, please rate and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or the podcatcher of your choice. Bye. Bye.